This is the Poetry Foundation's Essential American Poets podcast. Essential American Poets is an online audio poetry collection. The poets in the collection were selected in 2006 by Donald Hall when he was Poet Laureate. Recordings of the poets he selected are available online at poetryfoundation.org and poetryarchive.org. In this edition of the podcast, we'll hear poems by Delmore Schwartz. Delmore Schwartz was born in Brooklyn in 1913 to Romanian Jewish parents. Their marriage was full of late-night fights and shouting in public. It ended in divorce when Schwartz was nine. In college, Schwartz wrote a short story about his parents' marriage called In Dreams Begin Responsibilities. It was published along with a collection of poems when Schwartz was 25. The work drew praise from literary giants such as T.S. Eliot, William Carlos Williams, and Ezra Pound, and from young rising friend John Berryman. This early success led to a roving existence as a university lecturer, with stays at Harvard, Bennington, Kenyon College, Princeton, and the writer's colony, Yaddo. Schwartz married twice, but both marriages suffered from his alcoholism and mental illness. After many stays in mental hospitals, Schwartz settled in Manhattan, where he slept in rundown flats and hotels and frequented the White Horse Tavern. During these years of heavy drinking, constant moving, and failed romance, Schwartz wrote. He wrote poems exploring deep philosophical questions, translated the poetry of Arthur Rimbaud, and regaled bar patrons by reading from Finnegan's Wake. He was the poetry editor of The New Republic and The Partisan Review, and in 1960, he became the youngest poet ever to win the Bollingen Prize for poetry. Delmore Schwartz's troubled genius is fictionalized in Saul Bellow's novel Humboldt's Gift and in Donald Margulies's play Collected Stories, and is memorialized in songs by a former student, Lou Reed of the Velvet Underground. Delmore Schwartz died of a heart attack in a New York hotel in 1966. The poems you are about to hear were recorded at the National Poetry Festival in 1962. Mr. Delmore Schwartz. At a solemn music, let the musicians begin. Let every instrument awaken and instruct us in love's willing river and love's dear discipline. We wait silent, in consent, and in the penance of patience, awaiting the serene exaltation, which is the liberation and conclusion of expiation. Now may the chief musician say, lust and emulation have dwelt among us like barbarous kings, have conquered us, have inhabited our hearts, devoured and ravished with the savage greed and avarice of fire, the substance of pity and compassion. Now may all the players play. The river of the morning, the morning of the river, flow out of the splendor of the tenderness of surrender. Now may the chief musician say, nothing is more important than summer. And now the entire choir shall chant. How often the astonished heart, beholding the laurel, remembers the dead and the enchanted absolute Snow's kingdom sleeps dominion. Then shall the chief musician declare, the phoenix is the meaning of the fruit, until the dream is knowledge, and knowledge is a dream. And then, 
Once again, the entire choir shall cry in passionate unity, singing and celebrating love and love's victory, ascending and descending the, he the heights of ascent, climbing and chanting triumphantly. Before the morning was, you were, before the snow shone and the light sang and the stone biding rode the fullness or endured the emptiness, you were, you were alone. Sorry, I'm reading faster than I expected to until I have more time than I expected to have. Darkling summer, ominous dusk, rumors rain, a tattering of rain, and then the rain of pouring, pouring down and down, where in the west would gather the filming gown of gray and clouding weakness, and in the main of the light's glory and the day's splendor, gold and vain, vivid, more and more vivid, scarlet, lucid and more luminous, then came a splatter, a prattle of blowing rain, and soon the hour was musical and rumorous. A softness of a dripping lip, the isolated houses, a gaunt gray somber softness licked the glass of ours. Again, after a catbird squeaked in the special silence, and clouding vagueness fogged the window pane, gathered blackness and overcast the main of light's story and light's glory surrendered and ended, a pebble, a ring, a ringing on the pane, a blowing and a blowing in, tides of the blue and cold moods of the great blue bay and slates of gray came down upon the land's great sea, the body of this day, hardly an atom of silence amid the roar allowed the voice to form appeal to call by kindled light we thought we saw the bronze of fall. In the green morning now once more in the green morning before love was destiny the sun was king and God was famous the merry, the musical the jolly, the magical the feast, the feast, the feast, the festival suddenly ended as the sky descended but there was only the feeling in all the dark falling of fragrance and of freshness of birth and of beginning. Swift. What shall Presto do for pretty prattle to entertain his dears? Sunday lightning fifty times this week to Flanders goes the Duke of Ormond. Small hope of him, although he loves me well. All of my hopes now possible, none certain, as my lampoon talked up all over, cried up to the sky. You are an impudent slut to be so positive, though all has gone just as you said it would. Sirrah, write constantly. Don't I write every day and sometimes twice? Stella writes like an emperor. Sirrah, I am surprised forever. 
by myself or by the others. Dee, dee, an angel's child, stupid in me, stupid or innocent, astonished by the gush of vanity, the stolen eyes of pride, yet equally by the least straw or glitter of nobility. Face, Madame Dingley, what think you of the world to come? Patience, patience is a gay thing, oh saucy rogues. Patience is better than knowledge. Be gay till I return. Mr. Harley speaks every kind thing to me. Truly, I do believe would serve me if I stayed, called the coffee houses, stayed there a while, coldly conversed with Mr. Addison. All our friendship and dearness now are off. Isn't it not odd? I think he has used me ill. I have as little pleasure in all the world as anyone, although I am in full favor with the entire ministry. Nothing gives presto any dream of happiness but letters now and then from his dearest ones. The pride of power, the pride and pleasure of place and power are towers and trivial toys which lure me grievously, raging furiously in illuminations and furiation, bursting the roan, my head, my empire. Gulliver, Gulliver, the seizes in my heart Tell me how all infamy is possible and certain treacheries extremely probable. I must take leave of dearest M.D. now. Prithee, be merry, patient girls, and love your presto. I have read all the trash, and I am weary. Dearest Lazarus, peace and quiet with thee and thee alone. None here have the pleasure for little things. Farewell again, dear rogues. I am never happy when I think of thee, M.D. Sir, I have had enough of courts and ministries. I wish I were once more at Laracor. Faith, do you know each syllable I write? I hold my lips exact for all the world, as if I talked the little language with M.D. Yesterday died the Duke of Ormond's daughter. Poor dear, she was with a child. She was my favorite pet, save thee. I hardly knew a being more valuable, more beautiful, of more nobility. I fear the certainty that she was thrown away quite carelessly and merely lacked care. Tis clear at any rate that she was very healthy naturally. Her lord's a puppy. I'll know more of him. Now that he's lost, his only valuable. I hate life when I see it thus exposed to accidents like these. So many thousands burdening the earth with their stupidity while such as she must die abruptly, pointlessly. Somebody is coming wants a little place. My heart is set upon the cherry trees by the riverside. My saucy sluts, farewell, my dearest night, Poudie. M.D. Why see a sea that's ten miles wide, a town on t'other side, ships sailing in the sea, discharging great cannons at M.D. and me? I see a great sky, moon, and stars, and all. I am a fool.
That was Delmore Schwartz, recorded at the National Poetry Festival in 1962 and used by permission of New Directions Publishing Corporation. You have been listening to the Essential American Poets podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation in collaboration with poetryarchive.org. To learn more about Delmore Schwartz and other Essential American Poets, and to hear more poetry, go to poetryfoundation.org.